passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello? Is this thing on? Welcome, Welcome everybody. everybody. Sports with Lummy. Look at this. Production level is on. We have Tyler. He's sitting in Tyler Clem. Lummy with Sports with a Tiz kicker. We got Blitz back there. He's changing up the video. It looks like we're just getting big time here now. Tizzy, how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm doing better. Excited? Game game two. Oh yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm pumped up. So you're gonna try to get out there, right? Yeah, uh, Ace and I are going to the watch party outside tonight. You a little nervous with the rain? Or are you gonna like fight through it and kind of uh, just try to sit out there and get umbrellas? What are you gonna do? Oh yeah, we got umbrellas. We're we're going no matter what. Welcome everybody. If you want to call in, eight one three nine zero B U B B A eight one three nine zero B B. Oh, sorry. Wow. Um, I'm a little nervous. I'm back on the. I'm back behind Bubba's board, trying not to touch too many levels. 81390BUBBA. We're going to talk all sports. We're really going to touch on the end. I mean, what's the biggest thing? We don't talk basketball here. I got Tiz here. We are talking Stanley Cup. Uh, the Lightning are in it. They're right down the street from us. I'm going to the game tonight. Uh, Tiz is going to, you know, be watching it right outside the stadium. And what better than having a, a pro like you in here with me to talk uh, lightning hockey. Lightning and Canadian hockey. I mean, let's just be honest. It's more lightning hockey. But, I mean, breaking news, Kalorn's out. Did you see that coming? Um, Kind of. He, uh, he blocked a shot the other night and kind of got him in the foot. Uh, Cooper said yesterday that he didn't really know what was going on, so it's not really a surprise to see him out tonight. Um, I think they're going to put Joseph in there, probably in the fourth line with uh, Maroon and Colton. So I think we'll be okay, though. I think we'll be fine. Like You don't see that being like when, uh, you know, Cooch is out. I mean, I know uh, during the conference championship when Cooch is out, I, I'm thinking it's a 50-50 shot we win. You don't think it's that big of a deal? It's not going to be a one-two goal game breaker right there if Kalorn's out? Um. It's it's hard to say. I mean, he's a very good, very good forward for us. He's uh, very good on the PK and very good on the power play. Um, he's very important to our team. Don't get me wrong, but we we we're very deep in our in our lineup, and I think that um, you know you throw Joseph in there, which I think he'll probably go. But you know, we got Stevens or um, Boulay, Jamel Smith. We got a couple guys that they can step up and and, and play okay. So, you, what's your take on Game One? Now you kind of I, I, you were there watching it outside. The atmosphere was pretty crazy. How many people do you say was outside the stadium game one? About three, four thousand people. Yeah, a couple thousand for sure. Now you stayed the whole time. Oh yeah, till til the end. Well, when we started, when the Lightning were up about uh, what three one four one, when the Canadians started taking those hacks at uh, um, Cooch. What what was the reaction from the fans, and what do you think? I mean, do you think were you in agreement with me that it looks like the Canadians kind of were now just trying to injure us? Yeah, um, I, I know when Shea Weber hit the back of Cooch's uh, his, his leg right there towards the end of the game on on the TV broadcast, you couldn't really see it until he showed the replay. But of course, nobody was happy about that, which they fined him five grand, which you know. That really won't do anything. Yeah, but five grand. I mean, the, I mean, yeah, that's nothing. The Canadians to these, are going to guys if they take Kalorn out. Uh, I'm sorry, not Kalorn, but they take Cooch out. Donald Waters ball spot a thousand bits. If they take him out 
for game two, game three, or even, you know, for the series, I mean, the Canadians will pay him five grand. I mean, I'm sure they'll pay 20 grand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's such a a big player for us that I feel like it's going to happen again tonight. And I feel like it's going to keep happening until, like, he leaves the game, kind of like they uh, happened against the Islanders. Yeah, I think... I think if we get out to a you know a three four goal lead like he, like we did the, the other night, I think they're going to be taking shots at us because you know what I mean. What's there to lose? You know, if somebody gets suspended or gets fined, you know, you know who cares if if that means taking out one of our our best players? Then hey, by all means, you know, why not go for it? Try it. But um, it's it's hard to say. You know, it, I but, think that uh, the more that they, I think we need to be more in their face and more aggressive with how we play. Because if they're going to mess with us, we need to fire right back at them. Now, if you're Coop, though, let's say we're up three-one coming into third period. Are you sitting, sitting the stars, knowing that that's what the Canadians are going to do? They're just going to come out. They're going to give cheap shots, things like that. Or are you just going balls to the wall and just keep going with it? Um, I think. If we're up two or three goals, I think you keep the stars out there till maybe a couple minutes left in the game because it's hockey. You know, the you know you can score three goals in four minutes. You know, it, it's it's too risky to you know to leave your best players on the bench for that long of a period. But I think if there's a three you know, three or four minutes left, and yeah, I'll play the third fourth line. But I, I wouldn't risk that. Not sure four eighty with a thousand bits. That's one thing that always gets me, and and your 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 pops talked about it. It's that it's so hard in hockey compared to other sports. You know, at least with football, you know, you can call uh, you know an HB blast up the middle uh, and just run three plays, punt it. Where in hockey, even if you put the third fourth line in, that there's really nothing that you can you know do. I mean, those guys are still going to play. I mean, what are you going to do? Throw it down, get icy, and it's coming back. Like you said, at any point in time, it could be a two-three goal difference in in the snap of a finger. And then next thing you know, you're putting your guys on that have been sitting on the ice. But then you're also looking uh, red beard eight nine eight two with hundred bits. You're looking at that that whole thing where are you willing to keep your one-two line out there a little bit longer and risk that injury? Um. I don't know. I, I think if if the fourth line continues to play like they have been with, um, well, I mean, somebody's going to get moved up tonight, but with Colton and Maroon and whoever steps in, if if they keep playing the way they have been, I, w- I wouldn't see why Cooper, you know, you know, roll them out there. Keep the fourth line out there for as, as many shifts as possible if, um, you know, we're up a couple goals. Because, I mean, they've been playing good enough to where, they can either keep the lead or even you know put one or two in the back of the net. So, um, I, I I think one of the reasons why the Lightning are where they are right now is because their depth. You know they have a lot of good forwards and you know the defense is it's it's good. They you know the very I would say very top heavy with McDonough and Hedman and Sergachev and you know Chernak and, and Ruda and and uh, you know Shannon all these guys they're not bad. But I think you know our top end is very good and I think. Um, you know, we just got to get out to a good lead, and I think we can hold on to it if we if we do that. Now, what what's your opinion? I've been hearing it, and I'm getting a little sick and tired of it. I know the Islander fans kind of brought it up, and now the Canadian fans are kind of doing it. It's the way hockey is. And, yes, we are very uh, – I mean, we're both Tampa fans, and we're in Tampa. So, yeah, we're going to be leaning more right now in uh, the Lummi Sports Show uh, toward the Tampa Bay Lightning. But I'm getting a little sick and tired, and you know, you tell me how you feel with everyone saying like, "Oh, you guys are 18 million over the cap." Okay, I mean that's hockey rules. I mean, 18 million over the cap right now. But uh, I mean, do you see that being a problem? Have you did you hear that a lot uh, from the opposing fans? You know, between the Islanders when you were out there, and uh, even Game One. Yeah, you go on Twitter and Facebook, and everybody's complaining. Oh, we're 18 million over the cap. Yeah, they should win because they're so over the cap, which. Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL, yesterday had a press conference, or two days ago, whatever day it was, Monday when game one was. Yeah, he said what the Lightning did, there's nothing wrong with it, and it complies by the rules. So the cap, the cap doesn't count in the playoffs. And we have um, Gabrick and, and Nielsen who are combined for over half of that, or at least right around half the cap, which 
you know, it's they're not even playing. They won't ever play. So, um, I don't know. It's just it's stupid because I don't. That's just an excuse that people use because they know that. Well, I know the Lightning are you know a good team. I know too. Uh, vote stop and go see for Barb Hunter and four bits. I do know that. It was uh, kind of a thing where they were like, oh, you guys kept uh, Cooch out the whole year, and then you bring him back, and you kind of like saved on his salary. But, I mean, he was hurt. I'm looking at, you know, the plan for next year. What, I mean, with being over the cap and having to do different things, if you were to have to kind of get rid of uh, a couple of different guys, cut the cap down, if no one wanted to take a salary cap, you know, kind of, or salary-friendly uh, salary, whatever, uh, like deal. What? Who? Who do you think on this year's team for next year is you wouldn't mind letting go? I'd say Tyler Johnson is definitely one that has to get has to get shipped out yeah, somewhere. Million, just I mean, he's a good. He, he's he's good, but it's it's a little much for five million. Yeah, I mean, if he was two and a half, three million, yeah, you keep him, but not five five million like he is because. I think you got to go Johnny. I think you got to go probably one of either Kalorn, Yanni, or Palat because they're right around you know five five and a half million. And out of those three, I would I would probably say Palat should go. And then you're gonna have to move somebody else too because if we're wanting to keep Barkley Goodrow and Blake Coleman, we're gonna have to get rid of you know three or four guys because I'd say my guess would be. That Goodrow and Coleman are gonna probably go for two and a half, three million somewhere in there. T-shirt, well, five hundred bits. What's your what's your take on? And I know he doesn't make much money, but uh, the guy he's my favorite player, Pat Maroon. Oh, I love that guy. He's a is he not a is he not? I know he's old. He looks super slow when he's going out there. It, do you think him being a free agent is he a guy you bring back? You think they can? I mean, he's only making nine hundred thousand right now. Um, or is he just too old? You just, no, you have to bring him back because if if you if we win this year, he's you know three in a row, and he's he's exactly what we need on that fourth line. Don't you know he doesn't t- play you know twenty minutes a game. You know he plays probably six or seven eight minutes a game, and he's that guy that just doesn't give a crap, and he'll uh, you know be right in your face all game long and telling you how much you suck, and that's exactly what you need come playoff time. You always see like when he does the little, little chicken and all the oh, little yeah. talk. Oh yeah, he's, uh, he's, yeah, they, he's like, hilarious. He gets, I, I love how he just you know he gets everyone fired up because he, the, the knock on the lightning for you know a couple years even the, the years we weren't really uh, you know I think we lost to the Blackhawks we were getting knocked out we didn't have that guy that anyone really feared and I think maybe he's not really putting the fear in anybody but I, he, people know that he'll go out and just fight. Yeah, along with Shen too because he's he's another. Guy just like Maroon, who's right in your face and will drop the gloves at any point. You know what's weird is uh, Yanni Gord. You ever notice that he lays some hits in and he tries to start stuff, but no one ever wants to fight him. I mean, is there something in the league that uh, that he's just Billy Badass? Because it seems like he always tries to start start fights and people just back down. Uh, we don't want that. We don't. I mean, is he some crazy guy? That there's some rumor behind it. Have you noticed that too? How he never gets into fights, but he seems like he's always up in the scruff. Yeah, everybody, everybody goes after him because he's a good player. He's uh, he's always flying around there, laying hits, and you know, always aggressive. So I mean, he's uh, he's a little tough guy too. Because if if he does drop the gloves, I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised if he knocks somebody out. Because he's he's a tough little guy. Well, I've seen him. I've seen him drop the gloves, and then people just kind of back away. Oh, he's from Canada. Okay. Yep. Quebec. Yeah. Because uh, I was thinking maybe if he was, uh, who was the Russian I was thinking of? Obviously, we have a couple different Russians. Was it uh, Sergeyev? Yeah, maybe it was Sergeyev. But there's a couple guys that just it looks like if you met him on the street. I feel like they just beat the crap out of you, and they don't—they're not that big. Like, yeah, Chergachev's only six two, two seventeen, but I feel like he could whoop some ass. Also, Barkley Goodrow is another guy who will whip your ass too. Yeah, Iggy McGillicuddy with a hundred bits. Which, um, actually, we were talking uh, before the show with Gallagher. Did you think that he was trying to flip him over? Like Gallagher was trying to flip, um, uh. We just said his name. Sergachev. Uh, yeah, Sergachev. Do you think he was trying to flip him over, kind of get him on his back, and um, then just start 
pounding them? I don't know. As a young um, gun? The, fun, the, the funny thing I thought about that deal was Coleman got the penalty, and he just shoved Gallagher just barely at the beginning, and then him and Sergeyev went after it, and Coleman got the penalty, which I thought was funny. But um, I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, Gallagher, he's he's a little... He's a little pest because he's definitely the one who just, you, you know, a pain in the butt because he's always right there and always in your face and trying to. He's that little gnat that just yeah. keeps coming around. Hey, yeah. Miguel Cuddy, 200 Redbeard, 8982, 200 bits. You know what also I, I started noticing that the Islanders weren't doing and maybe it's just me, but it looked like the Canadians were trying to take off the helmets every time. But now I don't know if it's something that they saw on tape or from the last game, but. It looks like they're trying to just keep, not sure, 40, 100 bits, like take their helmets off. Now, do you think that's their way of trying to get their helmets off so they either have to come out or if they get into a fight and if they drop the gloves, they don't have to worry about that, that helmet? Um, Possibly because, you know, if your helmet comes off, you have to immediately get off the ice and go to the bench. So, it, you know, it, it it could work out. You know, it kind of is a smart thing to do because, you know, if – the guy's helmet's off. You had to, you know, skate off immediately. But um, yeah, because every fight that I saw with the Islanders in the light, and, and everyone, Red Beard and eight eight nine eight two with a hundred bits, Iggy with one thirty eight. But I I seen with the Islanders or the Panthers that they were just going, and when they're punching, they're just punching in the head. You know what I mean? The helmet's still on, and then it just seemed like every little time that they scrapped, it was always them just trying to flip it off. Now is that the Canadians just outsmarting the Lightning? Because it looked like to the second or third period, then the Lightning finally started stepping up and started trying to do the same thing. I mean, do you think they cracked down on that this game, or you think they're just going to keep doing the same thing? Um, we'll see more fights. Doug Brown, the Bub Army, 500 bits, not sure, 480-139. I think... How many fights do you think are going to be tonight? Like, after the whistle fights, or like real, real fights? Uh, real, real fights. Because after the whistle fights, I'm sure we'll see one every single yeah. time. Um, I don't know. There'll probably be one or two. Um, but I think, I don't know. I, I would say we need to worry about just playing the game the right way and not worrying about fighting. We need to worry about going up to nothing. And I can see the Canadians wanting, you know, to fight just to try to get in our heads, just to try to mess us up because they're down already in the series. But, um, I don't know. I think we need to stick to our game plan and just play the game the right way and not worry about fighting and just worry about getting up to nothing. Country Girl 92 with 100. Iggy McGillicuddy 700, 843. Bubba with 100. Country Girl 92 with 100. And I think they're just doing this to, to mess with us. Not sure 480 with 100. They love dropping the little dollar bills. Or they're just loving you, Tez, uh, with all your hockey knowledge. Now, I mean, like, is, is hockey your favorite sport to yeah. watch? Oh, yeah, by far. What's your second? Is it football? Probably, yeah, probably football. What's uh, so you're a Packer, right? With your dad, your Packer fan. Yeah, Bucks Packers, fan. and I'm a Bucks fan as well. We'll get off of hockey for a second here. What's what's your take on what's your take on Aaron Rodgers? We hear what your dad thinks. Your dad's freaking out. He doesn't yeah. obviously want Aaron Rodgers uh, gone. Jordan Love just I just don't see the Packers doing anything. Like, what's your take on the Aaron Rodgers saga? Uh, uh I don't know. I mean, if if I was in the Packers organization, eh, I, I would do anything he asked for. Because, I mean, Jordan Love, I I don't think he's he's the next Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I don't I mean he hasn't played a game really, but I don't I don't think he's going to be like Aaron Rodgers is. But if I were if I was the Packers, I would be doing anything I could to get him back. And but I I think. I mean, I kind of don't blame him, but I, I don't think he's handling this the correct way. Um, I don't know. I, it's, like hard, you, it's hard to say, though. You think, you think he's going to show, you think he's going to sit out uh, mandatory training camp, just take the fine, sit out, just keep going, just keep pushing it? Uh, or do you think he just puts the tail between his legs and says, all right, let's get one more year done with the Packers? Cause, I, th- I think he'll hold out. Um He's already made such a strong case, and you know I've already you know done what he's done to kind of say you know hey if you guys don't change this and that and all this stuff I don't I'm not coming back. So I I can see him holding out for maybe this season and just or I mean who knows I mean I it's hard to say because there hasn't really been I don't know it's just hard to say. There's not a you lot know, of you, news you don't know. coming from Aaron Rodgers. You know he kind of sits back. He puts yeah, these little these little like secret 
messages out there. And then he, I think he's tipping different people off. Red Redbeard eight nine eight two with a hundred. Not sure four eighty with one seventy one. Like all these insiders that say they're friends with Aaron Rodgers, they come out and they're like, "Oh, he still wants to be traded." Like a week goes by, you don't hear any Aaron Rodgers news, and then some guy that you know talks to him, it's oh, he's still looking for that new team. Like we got to keep it in the news. Like we got to make sure that every week Aaron Rodgers is mentioned somehow, and that either it, like different. I've heard different people's take where that's him saying I'm just making a point to the Packers organization that I want a better contract, better you know have control, or I'm definitely want to be out of here. And where do you think if Aaron Rodgers is not back as a Packer? Where do you think he lands? Um, I know Denver's has been a a spot to where he could go. Um, it's it's hard to say because, I mean, I'm sure any team would want Aaron Rodgers, unless you know it's the Bucks where they have Brady or just Seattle with Russell Wilson. I, I think I think any team would want Aaron Rodgers with them. Um. Maybe he goes home to California somewhere. I don't know. Um, but I think if you know if he's available, I say anybody could probably use him. Redbeard I Red Redbeard eight nine eight two with two hundred bits. Now you're also a Bucks fan. What what do you, what's your win loss on the Bucks? Uh, I got a I got fourteen and two. Being realistic, uh, you think they're you think they're going to go undefeated? You think they're going to lose a couple games? Or aren't the, isn't it seventeen games now this year? Oh yeah, it's right. It's right. Fifteen and two. Yeah, there right. you go. That's a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I I could see thirteen and four, somewhere in there. Fourteen three, somewhere in there. Um. I think it was it was really important to get everybody back. I think um, Brady just continues to be that leader that he can be. I think you know why you know there's no reason why we shouldn't be you know thirteen fourteen wins. I wouldn't you know I think we'll be fine. So you think if uh, Brady doesn't obviously go undefeated, he probably comes back. He probably plays what another year two years. Now people have said before that. If Tom Brady comes back for a year or two, do you think Kyle Trask is that next guy? Like, have you watched uh, any Florida Gator football? No, actually, I I cannot stand college football. No, you can't. I I, I cannot watch college football. I could, I could watch championship game, but that's really about it. I don't know why. It's just not interesting to me at all for some reason. Super fat bubble light, twenty five dollars cash. So you're not a college football. I mean, what what just doesn't interest you about it? Just because. Uh, it's 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 totally different from NFL because a lot of people they'll either like college football way more just because the offense is just wide open and it's a lot more scoring, and there's not as much defense depending on the conference, or is it just because there's always so much turnover on every team? I think it's, I I think it's the you know all you're not playing, you know you'll play some scrub school you know this week and then play a good team and then a scrub school in the next week. So it's kind of uh, the scheduling is kind of what I, I don't know. Cause you see like games that are like 52 to like four or not four, but like three, six, nine, you know, something crazy like that. And I think it's, I don't know. It's just, it just gets boring when somebody just gets blown out every week. Yeah. I mean, that's usually in the beginning of the year. And I know a lot of, they're trying to get where a lot better teams are like an Alabama, uh, you know, Oklahoma are playing in week one, week two. Like, do those big games ever really interest you where you're kind of just going to watch it or you're just done for college? Even if it's like a really good game, like a national championship game. I'll watch a championship game, uh, but that's usually about it. It's, I don't know, it's just too much to keep up with for me. I don't know. I'm just not really into it. But I, I watch a championship game, but that's really about it. And you're a Rays fan, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you watch last night's game? No, I haven't watched any baseball all year. Oh, really? No. Oh man. I you know, you might not like me for this, but I like the Blue Jays too. Not like as a team, but I like um a couple players I got on, on the Blue Jays. Redbeard, eight nine eight two, two hundred bits, country girl ninety two, three hundred bits. Uh, is it uh Vlad Junior, BGO, um and uh Bichette's kids? Yeah, I like I like the young kids on Blue Jays. They just I don't know, they're they they seem pretty cool. Yeah, they they seem exciting. They they coming up in the minors. I mean there's so much behind them and Vlad 
Vlad Jr., he's going to be a beast. Yeah. Well, and, and Bo played, you know, in St. Pete for high school, so. What, he, uh, Lakeland? No, Not he Lakeland, played. Uh, where was it, Lakewood? Lakewood, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lakewood? Yep. Yeah. He's, he, all those guys, and they have, Cle- I think they have Clemens also in the uh, in the minors, too. It seems like the Blue Jays, what they decided to do was just go and recruit a bunch of, uh, or draft a bunch of players that used to be former major leaguers. But mm-hmm. the, listen, yeah. the Blue Jays are a scary team in the East. I think the Rays they 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 consistently do it. Are you going to go to a Rays game? Um, I would. I mean, I haven't I haven't really looked at any tickets or anything, but it probably wouldn't be a bad idea since you know I don't think they're too expensive there, are they? No, they're not expensive at all. And and yes, uh, Bubba, I I I correct myself at Lakewood. It's yeah, Lakewood. Lake yeah, in, in St. Pete, not Lakeland, uh, Lake and Lakewood. Um. Your dad wanted me to talk to you about racing. So, are you watching NASCAR? Like, like, are you still big into watching racing as much as you are doing it? Yeah, I, I'm not really. I mean, I I keep up with NASCAR, but I don't watch the races every single week because it's just not as good as it once was. Like, I, I I've watched. You know, like you've had some in camera stuff, and then you know the different things you've put on. What's like? What do you do? Like uh, uh, an hour before, you know, an hour and a half before, kind of getting ready uh, before your races. Is there anything that you do that just gets you in the zone? No, nothing in particular. Um, I don't know. I think of I I I'm usually I feel like I, I'm a better driver when I just go out there without even thinking about anything and just do it naturally. Like I don't I don't sit there. You know, and plan out every single thing, or you know, try to plan on every single lap. Because if you do that, then you just get yourself screwed up because something could happen in a different way. You know, a car could go high when you thought they're going to go low. You know, so many different things can happen. Um, but I think if I go out there and just not even worry about anybody else or worry about anything else on the racetrack and just do my own thing, and and you know, I think you know, I'm better when I do it that way and just you know, do it naturally. Now, when you're coming around, and I know I, I've never really, I've, I've never been to a dirt uh, race, but when you're coming around that that turn, uh, like what's what's the feeling? Are you just so used to it, where you just have such control on it that you're just not, you know, you're 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 just so in control of your back end, or are you just moving, you know, are you just moving your wheel so much to just keep it going when you're making that turn? Like, yeah, I mean, like when you, when you turn in the corner, you know, you you. You turn to the left and kind of whip it in there a little bit, but after that, you you try to keep the car and keep the wheel as straight as as possible. That way, you're not breaking your traction, and that we can, you know, have have enough grip to leave the corner. Um, but yeah, I've, I've I'm so used to you know these race cars now and just everything that that I've been in, whether it's modified sprint car, late model, that I just I think my experience is kind of helped me out knowing, you know, what to do when and, you know, and all that stuff with, because it's, it's completely different when you're out there with, you know, 20 cars instead of by yourself. Now, what's your favorite, what's your favorite uh, car to race? Um, probably the sprint car. Cause it's just, it's just, it's just so different than anything you'll ever see. It's just completely different. Like, what do you mean by like, how is it so different? The, just the way they look, the, you know, the, the, the nose wing, the top wing and, you know, the big tires on the car. It's just nothing that you could ever think is a real race car because they're so different and they drive so differently with all the horsepower they got and, you know, the small front tires and the, you know, the huge tires on the back. So, um, they just, it's just, it's just a, a rush to drive those things because they're, they have a lot of horsepower and, you know, they can haul butt. Now your dad's kind of talked about it with like, you've done the Sebring on, uh, what is it? The race? High racing, the yeah. simulator thing. Yeah. <clears throat> now, does is that is that make you nervous? I mean, obviously you've been racing since you were a little kid. Does that make you nervous at all? It just since it's such a different, you know, it's not dirt, it's asphalt, it has you know a bunch of different turns. It's in a, a different kind of car. Now, does that make you nervous going out if you were to do it, or are you just so natural that you just jump in and just push it? Um, I think the i racing simulator helps get you laps at a track that you don't go to every single week or, or drive a race car that you can't drive or you know it, it definitely helps you out because you know like 
before I go race this Saturday, I'll hop on the simulator and run, you know, 50, 100 laps at, at a racetrack with a sprint car just to, just to get that feeling, somewhat of a feeling. It's not the same, but get a little bit of that feeling back and, and kind of just make some laps and, you know, just get ready for, you know, the weekend. And, um, it's, you know, a lot of the NASCAR guys have an iRacing simulator and, uh, you know, they, they're on it a lot and it definitely helps you out because it's, it's, it's basically the same thing, but you're just behind a TV. So how long does that normally, like how much do you spend a day? Would you say? Um, well, there's the thing that I don't like about iRacing is just all, all the people on there that don't take it seriously like I do. And they just want to wreck you and just drive like an idiot. And, you know, they don't care about anything. They're just there to have fun. And, you know, if they wreck, they wreck. Who cares? But, you know, somebody like me, who you know, I want to win every single time I'm out there. So, um, you know, you, you get some guy who doesn't know what he's doing just screwing around. And it, it doesn't make it any fun because they're out there in the way, spinning out in front of you, hitting the wall. And it just it just gets frustrating after a little while. But I don't – I'm not – on there a whole lot probably like i should be i probably should be on there more but it just gets so frustrating to where like you just don't want to be on there because all the people just get really frustrating and aggravating on there so if you if you were to like you know just sit there and concentrate which which kind of racing like what form would you need to do now i'm not big on obviously racing like if you were trying to take that next step what car would you need to like kind of concentrate on to kind of take that next step up, uh, you know, is it is it the you know late models? What is it? Um, I think it's it's the sprint car right. because that's what you know. You look at Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell. That's kind of you know they just raced last night in a race in Pennsylvania. Um, you know, sprint cars. I think it's I think it's the the competition is sprint cars. You know, if you go out there and win and. You know, everybody noticed that because there's a lot, a lot of good drivers out there who's got good equipment that, you know, if you go out there and beat them, you know, hey, you know, you, you did something. Um, because that's, you know, some of the guys like Tony Stewart, you know, came from, you know, dirt track racing, sprint cars, midgets and all that and made it to NASCAR. Same with Larson and Bell and all these guys who are there right now. Um, I think more of, you know, sprint cars is kind of, if you know if you're looking to get into NASCAR or truck series or something like that, um, you, sprint cars are probably the way to go. Or you know asphalt late models because obviously it's NASCAR's asphalt and all that. But um, probably probably sprint cars or getting over to the asphalt. Side How does that make bit. you feel? That's got to make you feel good. Like when you roll up, you know obviously you know you got your one car, you got your you know open trailer. You roll up. These guys got all this equipment. And you just go and you either win, you finish second, you finish third. And, you know, you watch these guys get in the truck. I mean, how good does that make you feel? I mean, I know for me, I'd just be pretty much pounding my chest. Like, do you kind of look at them and you're like, yeah, buddy, just imagine if I had what you had. I'd be blowing you guys out of the water. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, just thankful for what I got and where I'm at because – um. You know, we may not have, you know, the newest race car or the best motor out there, but um, Dad's given me a, a very good good shot in racing, and he's done a lot for me that, um, you know, I don't, I don't think you really need the best of the best because it's, you could have the best car in the world, but if you can't drive, then you're not going to win. You're not going to do any good. So, you know, the modified I got is, you know, so six, seven years old now, and, um you know, I, th I think it means more to be able to win and run better with less equipment and, and older stuff than it does, you know, to win and, you know, win every single week with the newest stuff out there. Because, you, you know, if you win with old stuff, it makes you feel like you accomplished something. Is there a guy out there now that you race against that you've just been racing, like an older guy that you just have so much respect for, but you just kind of think he's a dick, you know? Like, I don't know, Bubba always names these guys, you know, uh, you know, uh, Speedball Jimmy and, you know, all these all these weird names he comes up with. And he's like, ah, he's been racing, you know, been modified for 20 years or whatever it is. I mean, are, are those guys out there and they give you the respect, but you're just kind of, you know, you look up to them, but you just know that you're just better than them? Um, No, I mean, I don't there's nobody like that I don't like out there that I just can't stand. I mean, there's guys who 
I respect a lot and have a respect I have a lot of respect for and appreciate all the stuff they've done for me. Um you know, like Brian Bernhardt, he's one of the nicest guys out there. He's uh in January at the Nationals, I broke a dry shaft and he had one, brand new one, carbon fiber, like twelve hundred bucks. He's like, Hey, yeah, just take it. I don't need it. Just use it. Get your stuff back together and you know, stuff like that. He you know, it goes a long way and um you know, you try to give back but you know it's hard to because you know you don't you don't have the greatest stuff out there and you don't have you know a hauler and you know all these spare parts like you know everybody else has got but um no there's not really i just there's nobody that i can't stand that i you know um i don't you know people can get aggravating and you know you may not like the way they drive or um you know they might do stupid stuff on the track but there's nobody i, I you know I hate. I, I I respect everybody out there because I know how hard it is, and I know what it takes to be able to do it. Now the Baja race is going on right now. Have you have you ever kind of looked into that? Like not doing it, but I, you know what I'm talking about. The Baja race over in Ensenada with the trucks, like the Baja uh, Baja 500 or whatever it is. They do like a two three week kind of thing, like where they're out in the mud racing trucks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've I've seen it before, but yeah. I've never really. Would you want to do something like? I mean, that was that. Does that interest you? Where you kind of go and you got to like just go. I think it's like fifty, sixty miles, and you got to go through the desert and stuff like that. Is that something, or do you just like kind of you know just the standard racing? Um, I mean, I would give it a shot. I mean, why not? Um, I would. I, I mean, I would need some practice, obviously, because I I wouldn't know what I, what I'm doing. But yeah, I mean, I I'll be I'll be up for it. Yeah, because I, I know the, the the one guy died with a heart attack, but I was over in Ensenada like five, six years ago, and those those guys, I mean, they have like, a, you know, a huge crew. They take two drivers. They got to switch off because it's so hot in the desert, and I know it's probably different driving, you know, in the mountains and the different rocks, so I didn't know if it's something that, you know, just you as a driver would just be something interest you to where you're just like, yeah. You know, like how I guess, you know, Tony and all the different Larson, they all can just jump into different cars and kind of just – you know, figure it out and do it, and it gives them that excitement level. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've never really even watched a race, but I, I mean, I know what it is, but I've never really watched it. Or, but yeah, I mean, it, it'd be something cool just to try out. You know, maybe a time or two. I mean, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind doing it. You know, giving it a shot. But, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy where I'm at with you know the sprint car, the modified, and all that stuff, and. Um, just thankful, just, just thankful to be here because it takes so much and, and my dad has done a lot for me and, um, you know, it's, it, it, it just sucks that the way the sport is now that it's not what it used to be. So, um, I don't know. I'm just, cause I, I wish I could have the shot like Larson has and, and all these guys got. Cause I think if I had that shot, then I think, you know, you know, some good stuff could happen for me, but you know, it's, it's, it's whatever. When's your next race? Saturday we race in uh by Okeechobee down south a little bit. How much race is, uh, how much rain has got to like kind of come down? Like you know like say yesterday's rain where it rained all day. Do they do a good enough job for like t- today they could just get it smoothed out or do you know you're not even heading down there if it just keeps raining this way? Um well, I I kind of have to go down there. Um I'm leading the points in it so if you know if I don't go then we're screwed with the points. So I think if, yeah, I have to go down there no matter what, even if it does rain. Because last time we went there, like a month ago, it rained for like half an hour, and then they rained it out. And so I mean, so you got to drive down there no matter what. Basically, unless they call it like that morning or the day before, but you basically have to have to go down there because I, I can't miss a race since I'm leading the points and you, you know, the goal is to win the championship. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can't miss it. So you, you kind of have to go no matter what, even if it is going to pour. Jeez, that sucks. That's a drive too. It's about two and a half hours. So it's, it's definitely a long haul. Yeah. Your dad won't be in a good mood Monday. If that happens, sure. <laughs> drive down there. Get be down aware. There. Yeah. Just uh, let's cross our fingers that the rain uh, dries up. You guys, uh, you guys can race. And uh, you 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 win at least because uh, yeah. Monday will not be or I'm sorry I guess we're off so Tuesday but still uh, spending all that time driving down that would really suck. Yeah, well it happened last time so hopefully it doesn't happen again. Yeah, exactly. So what do you got this? What do you got this series in hockey right now? I got it going uh, four four one. 
What do you have it? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I think we take it in five. Um, I I say we lose one of the games up north in Montreal, um, but I, I think we should take it in five, if not six. Now, were you looking forward to playing the Canadians? Because I I always feel like uh, Vegas had a better matchup. Uh, they could give us a little bit more problems. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Montreal suits us better. Um. And the thing, because everybody, you know, when Montreal beat Toronto, then Winnipeg, and then Vegas, everybody was like, oh my God, you know, the underdog, this and that. And I'm like, well, yeah, they're a good team. They got Carey Price, who's, you know, top three goalie in the league, but they, they're not, they don't have as many superstars as we do. They don't have, you know, Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, Hedman, all these guys. And I think they're they're just, they're just going to get overmatched by the Lightning because, I think you know they got a couple young guys, you know who are they are good, but I think it's just it's going to be hard to beat the Lightning with the roster that they have. Now you showed me a video of yourself. You get pretty you get pretty animated when you're out there. Are oh you, yeah, I I I take hockey very seriously. I could see. Ask my girlfriend; she'll tell you. I mean, <laughs> you don't really you don't get in it kind of any like anyone's face though, do you? No, I'm not that kind of guy. I mean, I'll scream when they score and get up and you do a little high five, do a little running around, feeling good. Yeah, I mean a little bit, something like that. Now, did you see? Did you see the guy with the? How close were you to the guy with the lightning belt? Oh yeah, he was right in front of us. Not right in front of us, but he was right by us, um, outside there. He's. He's always running around with that belt and showing it off to the camera and everything. Because I was, I, I saw that guy and I was trying to see where you guys were, but then you said how early you guys got there, so I kind of figured we might have seen you on TV. But yeah, we were like right up front because we got there at like five thirty, six o'clock, a couple hours before before puck dropped. So we we definitely had a good seat. We were like one of the first ones there. Now I'm going to jump back and forth. The uh, are you in the the Rogers Tom Brady the golf tournament? Because I had that the talk about with Rhett too. But uh, would you are you interested in watching that the Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, golf? I mean, I a little trash talking there. Yeah, are you, have you golfed at all? Do you golf? Because I know your uh, uh, was it your uncle, grandpa. Well, yeah, your grandpa, but uh, and uncle, yeah, yeah, Tark, yeah, he golfed. They're big golfers, but I've golfed before. I mean, we went to Top Golf Sunday for a little birthday party. How was that? It was good. Um, Top Golf is a really cool place, but I'm not the best golfer. I can only hit a seven iron. That's it. Oh, is it because now? Is it because of the like the length message you have? Do you hit the ground first? Actually, it, I think the length has something to do with it. But on the top of the club. Like I had, I had a driver one time, and I was just hitting balls, hitting balls, and I literally dented the top of the club because I was like twisting it, and I shove it. Oh. Yeah, I, I, so I. You come back, you twist your, yeah. you kind of twist your wrist like this. Yep. And then because you, you're you're grabbing it so hard. Yeah. And then when you come forward, I hit it. I hit the ball with the top of the club, and it dents the club. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not. You know, screw it. I'll yeah. just I'll just hit it with an iron. Yeah, that's exactly. I have a I have a golf ball dent on the top because when I come back, sometimes I twist, and when I come forward, your head of your club comes down, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. You got to stay up on it. That top golf thing is uh, it's pretty fun though. It's 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 really cool. It's it's all the targets they got out there, and it's it's a fun time for sure. Those guys, those man, I've seen some guys on TikTok and and uh, Instagram and all that kind of stuff where those guys just go out there with theirs and they just bomb it. They bomb it almost over the damn nets. Oh yeah, I saw um, a video a long time ago of Mike Trout hitting a golf ball there and it like hit the back of the net, like almost went over. Yeah, those man, baseball players somehow just have it down. Yeah, yeah, they're especially Mike they're Trout studs. Yeah, those four. Like, yeah, that guy. That guy is a stud right there. That is one guy that I'd like to hang out with him and Pat Maroon. Yeah, um, I was kind of just going through some of the the NFL stuff. I was going to get your take. I talk about him. I uh, I hate him. I hated him when he was with the Bucks. Uh, how do you think Jameis will do for the Saints? I I don't know. It's hard to say. Do you watch those videos of him dodging uh, like 
punching bags. Yeah, with his trainer the other day. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's not going to do anything. <laughs> I mean, how many NFL do you, or how many defensive linemen are going to come and start just smacking your head or coming at you? I mean, they're just going to put it into your thigh. I mean, did you like him when he was here with the Bucks? He was. I don't know. He was. He was okay. I think when Fitz was here, he had you know that three or four games where he was lighting it up. Um. He, I liked Fitz, but I don't know if Jameis was. He was good at times, but then you know, the one drive to throw a touchdown and look like Aaron Rodgers, but the next drive will look like Johnny Manziel. Yeah, Johnny Manziel. I mean, well, now he's got LASIK now, even though supposedly <laughs> he had LASIK two years ago. I I didn't like him even from the first year. He has a big arm. But I feel like his decision making is is horrible. Yeah, I think that's the biggest issue. And I'm happy that he's there with the Saints. And I mean, I'm not sold on his backup. I think the Saints are going to be down. I think the Falcons are going to be down. Carolina, I'm a little nervous about. But I think they're going to give us trouble in about two years for the Bucks. Yeah, I don't think Carolina is quite there yet. The, their defense is good. Yeah, I think the offense and the quarterback is kind of a the issue with them. I would have kept Bridgewater. I liked Bridgewater. Him to Robbie Anderson. Uh, I feel like that was making a little connection. They were out with uh, without McCaffrey. Yep. And I think if they had McCaffrey the whole year, I think they might have even charted sniffing for a, a wild card. Uh, I think they gave up on that one too quick. But I, I think that's the team right now. I think the Saints are going to definitely drop off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They won't be. I don't think they'll be very good this year. Who's your surprise team in the NFL? I got the Dolphins. You think so? Yeah. I um, think the Dolphins are going to – I think even if the, the quarterback play is not uh, as good as Fitzpatrick would lead them, I think that they are going to compete with the Bills. Um, would I don't know. Would the Rams be a surprise to you? Yeah. Yeah. You think I mean, so? Uh, I mean, they're coming out saying Stafford – is just a stud. I mean, if that's the case, how bad does the Lions look? But, I mean, it's Detroit. It's the Lions. Yeah, so, well, that's true. I mean, does it look like pretty much Detroit uh, just gave up on him? I mean, they got Jared Goff. I don't really see Detroit doing much. Matt Stafford, if he could do it pretty much with the Rams, they they that could be a surprise. I think the 49ers are another team. I think that uh, NFC West team – or the NFC West division, there's a lot of teams in there that I, I feel like are just the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Rams, and the uh, the Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a hell of a division right there. That might be one of the best divisions all around in the NFL. Uh, I, I, I mean, think so. I mean, I mean you look the at, Seahawks, you know, the Seahawks are good, and I think – um, the Rams and the the 49ers are going to turn have a turnaround year this year and, and be better. Well, I think even even if those teams go eight and eight, like any of them, or sorry, it's I know it's seven. Sorry, I'm so used nine to the sixteen. Seven, yeah. Nine so, and eight. Yeah. So if they go, you know, eight and nine, uh, yeah. you know, nine and eight, you know, right around there, I think if they they can sneak into the playoffs just because they have to play so many games in that division, that they're going to be better than the uh, NFC North teams. Uh, that yeah, get in. I mean, possibly. I mean, the Bears. The Bears aren't really showing me much. If they're even up there, I mean, you're relying on Andy Dalton. Uh, the Redskins. I mean, you got Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. So you can always just you know know that the the Washington football team. <laughs> yeah, I know. Once again, it's it's all these different things. But Fitzpatrick, I think, is definitely going to lead. The Giants are going to be really nothing, and then you got the Cowboys and see if they can pounce back. But I, I think you still are looking at the NFC West, looking probably playing the Bucks. I, I see one of those teams playing the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. You think so? I think so. And just like the AFC, I think it's going to be the Bills versus the Chiefs. I think it's going to be that for the AFC Championship to get to the Super Bowl. I don't How about think, the Ravens? I think they, no. You think yeah, no? No, I, I don't think the Ravens are going to be. I don't think they're going to be that good. I think Lamar Jackson's going to be too distracted with his contract. <laughs> I mean, I know his mom's, you know, his agent and everything, but I think that he's he's going to he's going to want that long term deal. And if they don't get it done before, I I don't think I don't think they're gonna I I I don't think they're gonna do much. I think them getting rid of their starting left tackle, uh, I just don't see the Ravens being there. And look, 
I could be wrong, Lent, but look, the Ravens, where were they last year? I mean, they, they didn't play well, so, you know, I still think that the Bucks. I think the Bucks. Uh, I think the Bucks repeat. I mean, do you think the Bucks repeat too? They have a good shot at it. I mean, I if I wouldn't see why they couldn't because the same team again. So they. I mean, I would say that they're probably the favorites. Yeah, I I, I believe it's them and the Chiefs. I, I mean, I'm surprised too. The 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 Packers are uh are the favorite in the NFC. North, but I think that's only because of Rogers. Yeah, and yeah. they're they're not sure, but I think if that happens, they just drop way down. Um, but you know, we'll see, we'll see. But is it raining outside still? I'm Probably. just wondering about that damn uh, hockey game. Oh, I know. <laughs> Are you so you're gonna park what at uh, the Diacos and have to walk all the way over there? Um. I don't know. We, that's my. Well, I, I don't know. We got to see. Because it depends what time we get there. What time are you plan on getting down there? Because what time you guys showed up at what five thirty last time? Yeah, about five thirty, six o'clock. And you still said it was a real bitch to get into the game and park and everything. That wasn't too bad. I was just more surprised about the parking, the pricing. Oh yeah, you said it was sixty. Sixty-five dollars to park in the green lot or the teal lot, whatever it is, right there. Uh, that's across the street. Yeah, that's, I mean, 65 bucks. That's insane. And then I guess, I mean, even if you did the scooters, you guys are saying that the scooters were like 20 bucks. Yeah, I, we when we were there last time or the time before, we we hopped on the scooter and it said like 20 bucks to even ride it and then whatever it costs you after that. So I'm like, well, screw that. I wonder if they're making you uh, do a deposit now because I have a feeling that there's a lot of people just taking them or throwing them into the water. There was a big problem with <laughs> yeah. those. When I was picking them up back in the day, I'd be looking for them, driving around, and they're, they they have a little GPS, and it would kind of show like where the GPS is, and it'd be over the wall, but it'd be <laughs> on the rocks, like in the water. Like people would just take them and sling them over, or take them and sling them over like a fence, and just get rid of them because a lot of people don't like those scooters downtown. You know, people like the Diacos; they don't like them. Uh, kind of a uh, Parking all over the sidewalks and different things like that. Do you like those things? Um, I've only been on them like once or twice, and it was in Indiana when we were up there for a racing convention. But oh, they have them up there. Yeah, when it was snowing, and me and my buddy and my dad were on them, and um, <laughs> I I I busted my ass one time. Hit I was going on ice, and I hit the brakes. I locked the wheels up, and just just flew off it. But they're fun. They're they're a cool little thing to have. Well, look, we have a phone call. 703. 703? 703? Oh, man, I thought we could take our first phone call. Oh, man. Hello? No. Well, looks like that's no go. Usually we get one or two. I was uh, expecting Little Purple Jersey to call in because I was hating on such of the Ravens. There's so many people that, you know, they'll sit and chat and just call you a moron if you just give your opinion. On like the Ravens, and I cleaned up a little bit on betting. Your dad told me I wasn't allowed to bet anymore against the fans, because you know they told me that the Bucks were going to finish with ten wins. You know, you over and under. On I had one guy that was. He told me that the Jaguars was going to have a better record than the Bucks at the end of the year. You know, he sat there and argued with me that the Bucks were worse than the Jaguars. You know, the Ravens. You know, you sit there and if you believe in something, just like the Lightning, everyone hates on the Lightning. You know, you give your opinion, and then, and then they sit in there, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, the Baltimore's the best team. And, uh, you know, like Canadians, oh, yeah, the Canadians are coming back. And, you know, I, I believe that the some of the NHL experts were trying to say that the Canadians were going to take this 4-2. Uh, so Yeah, I, I saw a couple of predictions that said we're going to lose in, like, like, six games. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I mean— did, are they not watching the games? I mean, I understand uh, the Islanders were better. Holy crap. Hold on. Let's see here. Let's see if we can take this one. Hello? 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 Oh, there we go. Look at that. Our phone lines are blowing up right now. What's up? Lummy, what's up? How's it going? 941. Yeah, this is uh, you buying. Hey, what's up, you buying? 
Good. How you guys doing? Great. Just hanging out with Tiz, talk, you know, kind of shooting the shit, talking a little sports. We're uh, we're going to head on down, you know, to the, the hockey game and see what's going on. Go Bolts. Go Bolts. And I liked how you were talking about the Dolphins earlier. I'm a Dolphins fan. There you go. See? Yeah, I got I got some Dolphins people out there that know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about. They got oh, a good yeah. team. I'm very scared about uh, OX man though. I think he's going to hold out. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Why do you think that? Just because he wants more money. I was going to say just because of the different positions and the different you know everyone kind of sitting out there. Well, I don't know about that. I do, I think he want. I think he's. He's kind of pissed because, you know, Byron got more money than he did. And, he, and you know, he got, what, 10, 10 picks last year. And um, and I think he thinks he's the man and he wants more money. That's what it is. And he's like, fuck it, I ain't going to play. <laughs> I think he'll probably hold out during the mini camp, but probably show up before preseason. You know how that goes. They, they, you know, yeah. they, 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 everyone that's been holding out recently, it's uh, kind of – it backfired on him. I mean, look at you know, look at Bell and all those guys that wanted to sit out. Especially, I'm I'm curious about those guys that sat out during COVID and how they're right, going to bounce right. back now. You know, sitting out that whole year, yeah, you work out, but it's not like game speed. So I'm wondering how many see, of those guys can bounce back. I can see some of those guys probably making not making some teams too. You know, you know, I can see the coaches are like, you know, you guys kind of quit. I know it was COVID, but. Um, we don't really need you guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of guys lost respect for those. You know, everyone went through the season. Most of the guys, you know, they didn't catch COVID and got through it. So I could totally see, you know, they kind of probably maybe lost respect for him. Yeah, I agree. But I'm taking, I'm I'm going Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are going to be right up uh, the Bills' ass this year. I think they're going to be right there. I think they're one or two players short of uh, really, you know, giving the Bills a hard time. Well, I really hope so. Um, I am a Bucks fan, too, unfortunately. Kind of, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, so, what's wrong with the Bucks? Well, the Bucks play the Dolphins this year, too, and up here yeah. in Tampa. I'm going to I'm going to that game. Yeah, we're going to the game, too. Uh, Ashley's a Dolphins fan, so we're going to go to the game. Hopefully, Little Walker stays in the belly and doesn't pop out before that one. Uh, it's going to be really close. Yeah, I know. Oh, actually, I thought, wasn't that game? That's, all, that's a week later, right? Yeah. Well, a kid can stay in the belly. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I got three kids. I mean, once you – you can't really do anything, Lummy. I mean – I mean, the the mom has to take care of the baby. I mean, you're just kind of sitting there. I mean, Bubba knows about that. You can't you can't really do anything, so you might as well just go to the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think the Bucks beat the Dolphins at thirty one seventeen. You're probably right. I mean, I actually I like to be I like to see a little bit higher scoring. I like to see. Tua maybe get into a shootout with Brady and oh come on you, you know, know Tua's not going to do that he threw five picks in his first uh, practice. <laughs> well, hey, that hey that was practice. That That's was true. not a real game. That is true. It's practice. So we're talking about practice now. Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> All right, guys, love your show. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you. Seven two seven. God dang, Lane Lummy. What's up? It's the boss. What? It's Bubba. Oh, hey, Bubba. Hey, Lummy. Hi, Dad. Hey. Oh, did this sound like your dad, Tyler? Yeah, I knew it was him right I, I away. I couldn't hear him. Sorry, Bubba. Jesus, Lummy, you're either drunk or you're on some slow adult pills well, tonight, buddy. Usually I would figure you'd call the hotline. There's a lot of things to talk about. Chip Ganassi sold her his NASCAR team today. Who does Tyler like in the playoffs? I know he likes the Bucks a little bit. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks and the Greek Freak. He knows a lot about them. I mean, God, Lummy, you're not prepared at all. Well, I, I had some the the football stories, and we we're going to talk a lot about hockey. Um, you know, the the basketball talk usually isn't on my my radar, uh, and then the baseball. I'm, I'm kind of by myself on the baseball. To? What? How long are you guys on the air till? 
Uh, we were going to do uh, probably about 515, 520. Uh, Tyler said it's really crazy to get down there, uh, and he's going to head down to the plaza. So we were going to. Yeah, I just go ahead and wrap this up. All right. Pretty much sucks. Well, Tyler, Tyler I mean, carried it. Really, Tyler's strong as hell. Exactly. I do a good job. He didn't have any good. He didn't have any. He, he job Tyler right out, man. Well, you know, I, I, I didn't try to job him out, uh, just trying to, uh, you know, keep things uh, keep things flowing. Uh, but did you write any notes? Yeah. You did, buddy. Yeah. I got uh, I got my I got my notes here, but uh, we kind of we kind of we kind of we, we we went through those. My my baseball <laughs> notes my baseball notes kind of got uh, crossed out there. So we moved on to uh, the other stuff. Okay. Well, you guys did a really good job. Thank you, Bubba. Thank you. Maybe maybe Tyler should do do it with his girl one week. You know, let me keep say you have you stay home or something. Okay. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever you need, Bubba. Or whatever you want to do, buddy. Okay. All right. I appreciate right. it. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Well, Tyler, I'm sorry. I. Sorry that I jobbed you out, buddy. You didn't job me out, Lummy. I mean, I, I was expecting you to know all about the Rays. We were going to break down their minor league systems. Uh, I know about single, the Rays. What are you talking about? No, I'm just kidding. From single A to double A to triple A. Oh. No, I just kind of wanted to, uh, you know, we really, we, I mean, we did, deep dove into hockey, you know, with the Stanley Cup. I'm sorry. I'm just not a big basketball guy. I can't stand basketball, man. It's all three-pointers. I mean, I, mean, really I like big it, of a, but... It's okay. It's just, I've tried to watch it. Like, my dad bets on a lot of basketball, so I'm stuck, you know, during holidays and things like that watching basketball. And it's just tough. It's like, I'm just used to the 90s. Uh, Michael Jordan air, you know, with the Knicks and even with the little Celtics and the Lakers or, the, you know, Bird and Johnson. And I just try to get into it now. And I, I just feel like it's just a totally different game. Yeah, it, it's gotten really, really soft. It's not what it used to be. Like I mean, I, I've seen that's what like a one thirty six, the one twenty eight game, all around those different you know times. I just I I don't know. I I like I like a, like you said. They're I feel like they're soft. Oh yeah, I for sure. It's you know if somebody touches you, it's basically a foul. But I feel like uh, I feel like a lot of uh, the sports are changing. You said NASCAR has changed since you know what ten years. Yeah. And then you got NBA's changing. They're trying to change MLB now. Uh, the NFL is changing. Realistically, besides just a small amount of uh, rule changes, which aren't even that bad, NHL kind of is the same. They're kind of still letting it eat. And I, got, that's, I think that's why I started really getting into uh, hockey more. Like, it seems like more of a man sport. Yeah, because... Yeah, that's basically the only sport you see people dropping the gloves and, you know, hitting each other. Um, you know, and there's like somebody fighting each other like every two minutes. So it's, I don't know, it's cool. It's it's a lot more physical than any other sport that you'll probably see out there. Maybe soccer. Well, I mean, I don't really watch soccer, but I don't know. Probably not soccer, but hockey is like the most physical sport you'll probably see. I mean, you even got the Olympics going on, and I, I yeah. found the Olympics. I, I mean, Ashley's a swimmer, so I was watching the uh, the swimming trials or whatever, and I found that more interesting than some of the sports that are bigger right now. I mean, are you going to watch the Olympics when it's on? Um, I mean, I'll watch some of it. Like, um, I'll. They're talking about getting hockey on the Olympics, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, they're trying to get baseball too. I really don't want to pick up this last call before. Are you familiar with Tampa Terry? Uh, yeah, I've heard of him. You heard of him? We can pick up Tampa Terry for our last call of the show. Oh, look at that, Tampa Terry! You're just not there, brother. Oh, he forgot to hit his star sixty-seven. I think. What a jobber. Eight six three. I think this is a race. I think this yeah, is Lummy. Yeah. Hey, Lummy. 
What's up? You're doing a, you're doing a fucking great job, man. I got to tell you that. And Tyler, Dizzy, you're doing a great fucking job, too. I know Thank Bubba's you. on his, he's on his way out with his TT nights right now. So, you know, you know what I'm saying. He's, he's, he's on his way. I'm halfway there, too, myself. Oh, you don't, don't sound like it at all. No, bullshit. Don't fuck with me right now, because I know where I am. I, I don't know where you're at, but I know where I'm at. So, uh, I'm a Boston Bruins fan. You know, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. You just no, ruined it's it. All right. It's all right. No, listen, I, I, I spent 14 years in Lakeland, Florida. Uh, I, I sold my house last two years ago down there. So, I mean, I was I, I cheer for the Lightning if they're not playing the Bruins. So, um, I'm, I'm with you guys on on this trip, but... I don't know. I, I uh, the Canadian the Canadians are one of those teams that I, I swear to you that I, I want nothing more than death to every one of their players. Like I, I hate I, Montreal and the Bruins are 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 every bit of just hatred. So I'm I'm so happy that it's the Lightning in there to just give give me that happiness of punishment because I, I don't see any way around it. The Lightning are going to win this. So what do you what do you think? Uh, what's the series going to be? What do you think? You agree with us that it ended in uh, ended in five? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I just I just tuned into the show. I didn't hear that. But you think you you're saying ending in five? Yeah, four one lightning. I would hope. Yeah, I would hope. I I don't know. Mont- Montreal's got that fucking stupid ass Canadian bitch that comes in there, and they're just like ah, and they fuck everything up every time so i would say maybe maybe in six yeah listen i'll take it in seven as long as lightning win that's all yeah, i care no, about I get us the cup yeah i don't i i no, lightning are taking the cup lightning are taking the cup we we match the lightning match up way better than to, with the canadians than they would ever with the vegas with the golden knights so yeah the, no, the, the vegas made me nervous yeah your guys's blessing was for montreal to beat the Golden Knights in order to get into a situation like this. Well, I appreciate the call and go Lightning and thanks for tuning in even though it's a little late. Nah, I don't give a fuck, man. Hey, enjoy enjoy you guys yourself. Thank you. Thank you for putting on a show tonight. It's been great. Thank you. All right, right, man. Take care. Tyler, hey, keep it up. Thank you. Well, Tyler, I appreciate it. That was our last call. We might as well try to get down there. Yeah, I mean you're you're good with that, right? Whatever you whatever you think, Lummy. I mean I know that you got down there at five thirty, and it was such a bitch to get in. It wasn't too bad. Well, I mean it's it's crazy out there though. I know. I do appreciate you sitting in. I hope you had fun. I did. I hope it wasn't too bad for you. No, I enjoyed it. So. Thank you, every single person, for tuning in. Thank you, Tyler, again. This has been the Sports Show with Lummy and Tiz. Go Lightning. Don't forget Bubba, everyone. Redbeard, 898-200 bits. Mike Latier with 100 bits. Don't forget to tune in 6 a.m. I'm sure Bubba's going to get into everything that happened today in court. Bubba's blocked party with 100 bits. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, again. Go Lightning. See ya.